Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. For many second-generation immigrants, the challenge of finding one's identity often feels like a balancing act. Being caught between the values that are taught at home and the search for acceptance outside begs the question, where do I belong? Being the eldest daughter in an immigrant household, Adar Mahmoud, who is the founder and CEO of the Digital Sisterhood, shares how she found her sense of belonging when she was struggling with her blackness, Muslim identity, and womanhood. Welcome to the conversation piece. Hello, everyone. Thank you to Walrus for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here for all. Uh, super excited to be here with all of you. My name is Adar Mahmoud. I am the founder and host of the Digital Sisterhood, a digital storytelling platform and podcast. My podcast has reached over five million downloads in over sixty-three countries. Most recently, we were charting in top podcasts around the world. And in the UK and Canada, Digital Story Podcast was number two, beating respected podcasts, big budgeted podcasts like The Joe Rogan Experience, The Archetype by Meghan Markle, Call Her Daddy by Alex Cooper, and many more popular podcasts. And I did this all from the comfort of my own room. On my podcast, I tell stories about Muslim women to counter, pre, to counter the pre-existing narratives of what it means to be a Muslim woman. Growing up, I had a really difficult time with my identity. Although I was a born Canadian and the eldest daughter of a proud immigrant household or parents, I never felt like I went outside and felt like I belonged. Either I struggled with my blackness or I struggled with my Muslim identity or I struggled being a woman. I never could see all of my intersecting identities in one place. So in high school, I was a wallflower. If you ask my mom, she'll tell you that I spent my entire life and probably the most popular career blending into her wallpaper at home. Um, but when I got to high school, it was the very first time that I was challenged. The very first time I felt like somebody actually saw me. And that was my teacher, Glenda. Glenda was his vivacious, redheaded drama teacher. Loved telling stories. But I always felt like she loved just picking on me mostly. When I started, I signed up to join band class because I believed that band class would be good enough that I wouldn't stand out. Because if I made a noise, if I made a, the wrong note on my trumpet, who wouldn't even notice? But in drama class, there's only one spotlight and just you. I wasn't trying to have that. And as life had it, I ended up in drama class. And I ended up trying to fight my way out of it a teacher told my the drama teacher that I was trying to get out of her class. She was persistent having me in just because. And so I had to go to this drama class and it was just the most intense class ever. And it was really out of a horror film. Like for me as a wallflower, seeing a spotlight, a dark robe, and so many, so many students. 
I knew I was either going to have a panic attack or I was somehow going to survive blending into the darkness of those rooms. But Glenda had an eye on me. On my very first day of class, she called me out in front of everyone. I remember thinking, there's no way that she's calling me. There's so many people in this room. Why is she choosing me? She says, hey, Adar, can you come? I would like you to read this poem. So I awkwardly get up. I go underneath the spotlight and I start reading. And instantly I started stuttering. For the first time I felt like I could see my life, whole life flashing before my eyes. Not to be dramatic, but by my exit, and I exited out of the room very dramatically. I probably could have been a great actress if I decided to keep up with it. I exited the room crying, having a full-blown panic attack. And my trauma teacher, Glenda, runs after me and she says, Adar, first just breathe in and out. <laughs> she breathes in with me and out with me. And she says to me, I don't understand why you choose to be the side character of your own movie when you're clearly intended to be the main character. For the very first time, it was so daunting. It was kind of an interesting experience to feel like somebody had looked at me and said, hey, listen, you, you can't live this way. You can't live like a wallflower. You can't just blend in. You can't just try to disappear. No matter how much you want to delete your life, that's not possible. You only have one option. Either you're going to flourish or you're going to just not just, just stand there. You're still going to exist. And that was the very first time I had realized that I had to look inward. Another experience I had that I felt like was really powerful was the first time I had written, read a book by Toni Morrison called The Bluest Eye, which talked about the experience of a character who was having trouble with her blackness. That was the very first time that I had actually read something that felt like was reflective of my experience. And I remember thinking, wow, how many more books are out there like this? For the first time, I felt like I was seen. For the first time, I felt like something was addressed that I couldn't quite understand. And then after that, I kept thinking, what else is out there? Is there more characters? Are there stories out there that I just don't know of? But at the time, all I ever saw were stories and movies about characters I just didn't relate to. I tried, no matter how hard I tried to relate to them. I always felt like maybe it's just something wrong with me. Maybe I just don't stand out. Maybe I'm just never meant to be anybody. And those really harmful notions really, really impacted me. I can only imagine how many other people impacted. But when, when I graduated from high school, I had decided I was going to change that. After sticking to drama class for all four years of high school, I was like, that's it for me. I could do this. Um, and since then, I had started a podcast called Digital Sisterhood. The first debut project was our podcast to tell stories about Muslim women. So women can imagine themselves as characters, to imagine their stories as beautiful and powerful, and to see ourselves as universal. So much media says that we're not, that we're outsiders. In reality, our stories are more alike than we are different. I mean, improved that. I started a podcast in my bedroom, and now it's all over the world with 5 million listeners. That is what's possible if we just tell our stories and we own them and we voice them we use the voices that we have and use technology in the way that we should to impact and create to real to impact and create true change thank you adar mahmoud is the founder and ceo of the digital sisterhood and is among the over 800 fantastic canadians who have been featured on the walrus talk stage
Subscribe to the conversation piece on your favorite podcast platform. And to register for upcoming events happening online or in a city near you, and to catch up on our archive of The Walrus Talks, visit thewalrus.ca slash events. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.